Want to scale your launches or turn them on evergreen? The first place to start is knowing your numbers. On today's episode, I'm going to break down the three most important numbers in your business and how to use them to scale your offer to the moon. I'm Jess. After launching dozens of courses and generating multiple six figures in revenue online, I have learned the right and wrong way to launch an online course. And in the last two years, I have helped my friends and clients generate more revenue with less stress using my aligned launch formula. On this podcast, I'm sharing with you my simple strategies and systems so you can make more money online and make a bigger impact on the world. Keep listening for the Launch Fix Podcast. Welcome back to the Launch Fix Podcast. My name is Jess, and today I am talking about knowing your numbers in your business and in your launches specifically. When I first started launching, this was something that I was completely oblivious to. I don't know about you, but I started my business really from like this baby bird perspective where I was just trying new things and seeing what happened without really knowing how to track it, how to look into it, how to really grow it. And so it wasn't until somebody told me that I needed to know my numbers that things really clicked for me. And I realized that by throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what stuck, I was really missing an opportunity to get intentional with my launches and create duplication in my business. And so on today's episode, I'm going to break down the three most important numbers that you need to know from your launches and for your launches so you can scale them and get even better results and ultimately put it on evergreen or scale it to the moon. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, I'm going to shout out this week's Listener of the Week. This week's Listener of the Week is Britt Bennion. She said, this is a show I won't ever miss. The Launch Fix podcast is fantastic and full of actionable tips for my business. If you're a course creator, you better never miss an episode. So valuable. Thank you so much, Britt. I appreciate that so much. And I think it's so powerful when you can share something like that with my audience. So thank you so much for your feedback. I'm so glad that you never miss an episode and I can't wait to have many, many more to come. If you want to be featured as next week's listener of the week or anytime in the future, go to thelaunchfixpodcast.com forward slash reviews and leave us a five-star rating and review. We would love to shout you out and tag you on Instagram and really share your review with my audience. When it comes to knowing your numbers, there are a few really key numbers that we're going to talk about onto today's episode. Knowing your numbers is important because it gives you something to track. You've maybe heard that term before that like what gets measured gets improved. And that's absolutely true when it comes to launching. When you're not tracking your numbers and you're not taking a look at the bigger picture, you're missing a huge opportunity to grow those numbers. While sure, you can still be successful not knowing your conversion rate or your opt-in rate or your EPL or CPL, 
you're gonna have a really hard time growing those numbers if you don't know those numbers. So it's important to really get your hands on the data that your launches are providing you so that you can know them and grow them so that you can scale your business. So you're probably wondering what are these magical numbers that I need to know so that you can do the things that I literally just told you. The first one is your opt-in rate. This number is basically how many people visit your page and then opt into it. If you're not tracking this number, you're probably losing people in this phase. So we're gonna talk about your opt-in rate and how to really optimize that. The second is your conversion rate. This is the number of people who buy versus the number of leads that you have going into your sales mechanism. This is really important because if you know that you put 100 people into a room and five of them buy from you, you can put 1,000 people in the room and have a pretty good idea that 50 people are gonna buy from you. So this is a really important number to to understand so that you can repeat it. And the third number that we're gonna look at is your EPL or your earnings per lead. This number seems really random, but when you're going into paid advertising and paid traffic, this number is really important for scaling your launches. Your EPL or your earnings per lead is figured out by the total revenue divided by the total number of leads. Obviously, you know, your earnings per sale, that's the price of your course. But if you take that total revenue number and put it over the total number of leads that you had going in, then you can get a really good idea of how much you make per lead. So you can figure out how much you're comfortable spending per lead. We're going to get way more into that as we go through the episode. But those are the three numbers that we're going to talk about today and why they're important to know how to figure them out, how to increase them, and how to use them going into your future launches. So let's dig in. The first one we're gonna talk about is your opt-in rate. Your opt-in rate is really at the top of your launch funnel. So that's the one that we're gonna talk about first. Like I said, your opt-in rate is the total number of people who have opted into your funnel over the total number of people who have seen that landing page. So let's say that you created a landing page for your audience builder, for example, and you're driving traffic to that landing page to get people to opt in. If you drive a thousand people to that page and a hundred people opt into it, you have a 10% opt-in rate. That is important information to know. What that also means is that 900 people are not opting in. So 10% is not a great opt-in rate. But what that tells you is that there are people who are seeing your landing page who are choosing not to subscribe to it. And this is important information because it can really help you start to see your messaging and versus the people who you are attracting. So for example, if you have an offer for peach pie and you are attracting people who may like apple pies, when they get to the peach pie landing page, they're gonna say, mm, That sounds great, but it's not for me. And that is an indicator that you're either attracting the wrong audience or your messaging is wrong for the offer. And so really, that's a great indicator of what is missing in your messaging. So industry standard opt-in rate should be at least 30%, but the higher you can go, the better, honestly. And so 30% of people who see your landing page should say, yes, I want in. So in that same math equation from before, a thousand people seeing your landing page should get you 300 leads. And so when you can get this to that metric, that's when you can start to scale it. 
Because if you know that you need 3,000 leads for your launch goal and you have a 30% opt-in rate, then you need to get 10,000 people seeing your landing page. I think that math checks out. I didn't do it ahead of time. But you need to, then you know how many people you need to get your landing page in front of to get that number of leads. So not only will it indicate if there's an if there's a miss between your audience and your messaging, it'll also give you a good idea of how many people you need to get in front of in order to reach that goal. If you are not getting enough leads. For example, if your opt-in page is not converting at at least 30%, there are a couple things that you can do. Number one is make sure that you are solving a problem that the people you are sending to that page actually have. This goes down to the apple pie versus peach pie problem. If you are sending this landing page to apple pie people and you're trying to sell them peach pie, they're not gonna be interested. You could have the juiciest, most delicious peach pie in the whole world, but you're sending that traffic to apple pie people. So make sure that the messaging and the audience are in alignment. So for example, if you have a large audience that's interested in apple pie, maybe create an opt-in that's more in alignment with apple pie. Or if you're trying to pivot into peach pie, figure out where you can start to get in front of people who like peach pie. What are the things that you can do to really grow your audience in the peach pie niche? (laughs) We're rolling with this analogy. Um, Within the peach pie niche so that you can get more opt-ins or a higher opt-in rate on that page. So look at it as either an audience problem or a messaging problem when your opt-in page is not converting like you want it to. And this is a big deal. Like if you are not getting 30% of leads to opt-in, people are literally leaking out of the side of your water slide. There's a huge missed opportunity if you do not have this dialed in because people will see it and not be the right people, so they're gonna jump off. So you wanna make sure that your audience and your messaging are in alignment going into this. And this can be with paid traffic or organic traffic. If you have grown an audience, like I said, of people who love apple pie, and then all of a sudden you're throwing them an opt-in about peach pie, there's gonna be a lack of alignment in your messaging. And so really making sure that either you're attracting the audience who wants peach pie and not apple pie, or you're creating an opt-in for people who want apple pie about apple pie. So that's your opt-in rate. Hopefully that makes sense. There's a few other things that you can do on an opt-in page to increase the opt-in rate. One is keep it simple. People really overcomplicate opt-in pages. They think that it needs to be really in-depth and really long. And at the end of the day, The most important parts are stating the problem that your ideal client has, being clear about how this opt-in solves their problem, and giving them a crystal clear call to action in how to get involved with it. Whether it's opting into a free webinar, whether it's downloading a free ebook or taking a quiz, whatever it's for, being clear about, I know your problem, this will solve your problem, and here is how you get it. And that information should be enough to get people to convert. So that is your opt-in rate. Further down in your funnel is your conversion rate. And that's the second number that we're gonna talk about. This one is how many people purchased your offer versus how many people opted in for it. So we just talked about the opt-in. Now we're gonna talk about the conversion rate. So let's say that this math is gonna be hard, but we're growing with it. The 300 people that we talked about earlier opted in to your launch from your landing page. So you have a launch list of 300 and 30 of those people bought it. 
that is a 10% conversion rate. 30 people out of 300 leads is a 30 per, or is a 10% conversion rate. That is how you figure out that number. The total number of sales divided by the total number of leads equals conversion rate. And this is a really important number, like I said, because if you know that 10% of people buy your offer, you then can start to set really better aligned launch goals because you know that that's your conversion rate. So it's just a matter of then getting more people in to get more sales out. So for example, if you had a thousand leads from your opt-in page and you have a 10% conversion rate, then you would have a hundred sales. So hopefully that's crystal clear on what specifically is your conversion rate. What your conversion rate tells you is how effective your offer is and how effective your launch mechanism was. This is really important in a launch because if you don't know this number, then it's really hard to gauge if your messaging was right, if your offer was right, and if you were really getting in front of the right people. So this number, industry standard, should be somewhere between two and 5%. So that 10% example was a really high conversion rate. But when you're converting at two to 5%, you're within the realm of average in the general course creation industry, which may seem really low if you're new in the game. And this is something that a lot of people get mixed up in their head about going into their launches. They go in with a small launch list of like 100 people, and then they get only two to three sales or two to five sales to be as specific as possible. And they think, well, crap, that was a failure. Actually, that was completely on par. And so when you start to understand these conversion rates, you can start to set better expectations about your launch goals. So instead of setting a launch goal to have 20 people buy out of 100 leads, if your conversion rate is only two, maybe set a different launch goal and start to create different expectations about the revenue that that launch is going to generate. And then once you figure out your conversion rate, you can do things to increase it. So if you're sitting right now with a low conversion rate, somewhere in the one to 2% range or even lower, there are opportunities to increase it. And hell, at 5%, you still have opportunities to increase it. And so what can you do to increase your conversion rate? The first thing is make sure that your offer is crystal clear in how it helps your ideal client. Your messaging is so key here because your messaging is what sells your offer. So if you know exactly how you're going to get people results, conveying that to your ideal clients, to those leads in your launch will help more of them say yes. Another really great way to increase your conversion rate is by serving your audience more before you launch to them. Oftentimes that connection piece is the missing piece when it comes to launches. And if you're launching to an ice cold audience, your conversion rate is going to be lower, period, end of story. But the longer you invest time and energy warming up your audience and connecting with them, the more they will convert in the long run. So taking that time and that intentionality to really warm up your audience before your launch will ultimately increase your conversion rate on the back end. And the third way that you can do this is by adding bonuses and really increasing the value of your offer. Now, I don't recommend creating like a junk drawer of a bonus stack that just has everything you've ever offered, because at the end of the day, more bonuses does not equal more value. People tend to value their time far more than they value their money, and giving them more things to do and learn is not ultimately going to be more valuable for most people. 
but you can offer them a really juicy bonus that's going to get them even closer to the desired result, and that can increase your conversion rate. So when you know what your conversion rate is, you can then make way more informed decisions about your launches. You can, for example, decide how much money to spend on leads. And that's what we're going to talk about in just a second. And you can also figure out, okay, if I have a thousand people on this list and my conversion rate is five, then I can very easily say that 50 people are going to join my program and I can set my launch goals at a place accordingly. And when you can make more empowered launch goals with the information, you can really start to relieve that launch trauma that's created from unrealistic expectation and attachment to unrealistic outcomes. If you know your conversion rate, you can convert more people. So really being crystal clear on what that number is and how it fluctuates as you move through your launches is really an important place to start. The third number that we're going to talk about is your EPL, and this stands for earnings per lead. And like I was saying in the beginning, this one is a little bit counterintuitive, or at least maybe not as intuitive as conversion rate, right? Sales over leads. So this one is the total revenue divided by leads. So conversion rate is sales over leads, the number of sales divided by the number of leads. That's people to people. Your EPL is money to people. Total revenue divided by the total number of leads, not the total number of sales. So the way to figure this out is let's go back to the initial example of 300 opt-ins, 30 people bought, 10% conversion rate. And let's say that it was a $1,000 program. So that was a $30,000 revenue launch. And so you'll take that $30,000 and you'll divide it by the total number of leads, which was 300, is an EPL of $100 per lead. So what that tells me is that for every lead you get into your launch, you can expect to make $100. And this is such an important number to know because if you know how much you make per lead, you can really start to figure out how much you can spend per lead. So for example, getting those 300 leads into your list, you can say, okay, if I get 300 people, I can confidently say that I'm going to make around $30,000. So what if you want to make $100,000. If you have $100 earnings per lead, you can divide $100,000 by 100 and know that you need 1,000 leads to make that money. And so that's a really powerful number when setting launch goals, when doing projected revenue, and all of these kinds of things. But most importantly, it is the number you need to know before you can confidently spend money on ads. I love paid traffic strategies. I'm a big fan of Facebook ads. I think there's all sorts of other ads that you can run that can be really effective too. But running Facebook ads without knowing your earnings per lead can be a recipe for disaster. And if you've ever run ads and then gone totally out of control and you've spent thousands of dollars and had no idea what you were doing, then you know exactly what I mean. Running Facebook ads can be a bit of a dangerous game, and you don't want to treat them like a slot machine where you're just pulling the lever and hoping to get a bonus. If you're going into paid traffic strategies, knowing your EPL is absolutely key. 
Because if I know that I'm going to make $100 per lead, I know how much I'm comfortable spending to acquire that lead. I was talking to a friend of mine who has multiple million dollar launches, and he was telling me right now that he's spending $20 per lead. If you didn't know what your EPL was, would you feel comfortable spending $20 per lead? Probably not, right? You would shut that shit down. You would be like, oh, Facebook is broken. I'm not touching that, right? $20 for one lead? But what if I told you if you put $20 in a slot machine and $100 came out, then would you spend $20 per lead? Probably. That's an $80 profit, right? If you could say, I'm going to make $80 on every lead, I would put as much money as I possibly could into that slot machine. So these really are the most important numbers when it comes to scaling your launches, because ultimately paid traffic strategies are essential if you want to scale, but I don't recommend using them until you know these numbers because then you can make empowered, informed decisions about how to spend your ad spend because you know that it'll convert and you know how much money you will make from it. So going into that same analogy, $100 per lead is your earning potential with those leads. How much are you willing to spend to acquire those leads? And when you know that number, you can go into paid traffic strategies with a much more empowered approach and a much more informed place to spend that money. So if you don't know your EPL, I don't recommend running Facebook ads because you're going to be that person who sees $2 leads or $5 leads and think that there's something wrong. The end of the day, Paid ad strategies are a really great investment in your business, but only if you are making them from a place of empowered, informed knowledge, not from a place of fear and scarcity. So if you want to scale your launches, you absolutely have to figure out what your EPL is and then figure out how comfortable you are and what your target CPL will be. And that's cost per lead. So Yeah, those are the most important numbers in your business and in your launches. And when you know those numbers, that's when you can really scale. And if you want to scale or eventually put your offer on Evergreen, these are the numbers that are absolutely key to doing so. And this is exactly what we do inside the Aligned Launch Lab. We run your launches multiple times so we can get crystal clear on these numbers so you can confidently put it on Evergreen or put paid traffic strategies behind it so you can really scale your launches. On next week's episode, I'm gonna be talking more about the right way to launch. So if you've been wondering, should I do an evergreen? Should I put this on a webinar? What is the right way to launch? You don't wanna miss next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week.